What's up and welcome to episode number 105 of the Scoped Podcast. Thank you so much for being here. I am your host, Jackson Heaton, Atlanta's Rock Ambassador. And dude, these are my boys. Uh, Like machines on the podcast today. And it really is just that. It's bros hanging out. If you've ever wanted to know what it felt like or sounded like to just hang out with a touring band, have some laughs, get some inside stories, joke around a little bit, this is the episode that you don't want to miss. Uh, You have Andrew Evans and Tanner Hendon and Light Machines. Now, I've known these dudes for a long time. They were the second guests I ever had on this podcast when they were the stir. And they're just doing huge things now. I mean, They've been on tour with Collective Soul, Fozzie, Crobot, Pop Evil, Nita Strauss, Avatar. I mean, these are some heavy hitters, man, that are making the Atlanta rock scene so proud. Uh, I don't even know how to get in to all the topics that we discuss. We just really have a good time, you know, talking about them now touring stories from the road versus the purity of them when they were just gigging around Atlanta and, you know, they could mess up a little bit or have an off night and where, you know, now they're a touring band and doing huge things. You know, they got to be on every night. They got to be on their game. And uh, it's just really cool conversation. And again, it was just some bros hanging out. I really hope you enjoy this episode. I know I did. I love every chance I get to talk to like machines so let's do it episode number 105 of the scoped podcast step into my world i'm psyched let's go
Yeah, I love Axel. Axel always has a story. Oh, yeah. Axel always has a story. Well, I mean, you, you radio DJs, man, your job is to talk, you know? Yeah, so. I, don't, I don't do a lot of stories, man. I don't <laughs> know what it is. I think the pandemic changed me. The pandemic changed me because before the pandemic, I was always in. I was never out, right? Right. I never wanted to be in. Now I love being in. I love like in, being in. in. The office, you what? You mean like in the office? No, just in general. I love being at my house. Oh, I understand. I, I understand. used to always have right. one excuses to be out. Like, you know, I, want, I always wanted to be doing something. And now I just love being at my house. Right. God, y'all look. Y'all look grown up. Andrew, Andrew, be on that mic when you're talking. Tell me more about my skin. I don't know. And the jawline. Look at his Your jaw skin <laughs> is like, you know, I read a fact and I, I, I started a thing on the show on rock, you know, called the random ass facts of the night. I'm going to start doing it on here. So I do have some cool facts. Uh, but, you know, I read a fact that skin literally has light on it that glows a little bit of light, and yours is glowing, Tanner. You got so many photons. Oh gosh. Now, Andrew, I don't know if this is something you like to do as well or something you condone, but Tanner hurt my feelings uh, very recently. What did he do? Really hurt my feelings. So we're all like, we're setting this up, and he's like, is it video or is it audio? And I'm like, it's audio. And he's like, cool. <laughs> Like, we got to go on this guy's shitty podcast. It's only audio. That's not what I meant. That's yeah, not wait, what I meant. Wait, you're wasting the light in his skin. <laughs> no, no, no. He was like, you know, oh, it's only going to be audio. It's no, no video. No. I didn't know if you had changed it over to a video format, too, and if we needed to look sexual. Yeah. You well, y'all do. Oh, well, I, I appreciate mean, we do, that, but, you know. Up. Yeah. No, I, I want to start doing video. You really made me. You really made me go into a tailspin about this after we talked. I started I didn't feeling mean bad about, about that. I haven't started back the video aspect of the podcast yet. And I'm like, man, I got to get a GoPro. I got to do all this. I have plans for it, but come on, man, I'm having a child. I'm sorry. Wait till he really starts joking with you. My <laughs> apologies. I have a child Sincerest on the way. I have to apologies. save up for. <laughs> I just played my last round of golf yesterday before he's here, and probably for like the Ever. next like yeah, like <laughs> the next year, and I played horribly. And it was just a total disaster. And then there's Tanner. It's not a video podcast. It's not a video podcast. It's just audio. Oh, man. Uh, no, but it, this is crazy. This is crazy because y'all were the second guests I ever had on my podcast when y'all were the stir. We yep. did it in one of those rooms over there. I mean, and y'all were still, you know, doing great at the time. Y'all were playing around, you know, Smith, Star Bar, all yep. that. But what is it now? Five years, almost five years later. Oh, my God. Well, Are we past, allowed to cuss on this? Oh, yes. The past yeah. two years don't count, so it's like three years ago. We're not, we're not counting the past two years? Uh, no. Oh, I didn't do the podcast during the pandemic. Well, exactly, so it doesn't count. I would have been on episode like number 500 by now. Yeah, doesn't count. <laughs> You know, I, I stopped it, and people wondered, and I can't believe that people still want me to do it, even after this long of not doing it. They're like, oh, finally, it's back. This is great. And um, it, it was difficult to try to start it back because I was like, oh, I'm going to have to leave the house. And, you know, you know. Did you forget to get dressed? I, dude, I. <laughs> well, it's audio only, so, you know, who cares? Sweatpants and a button-down, baby. No, Ace and I are buying a house next year. I'm going to build a, a home studio for podcasting. Oh, so go. next time you're on, you'll probably, probably be at the, at the house in the home studio. Very nice. Videocast, right? You what? Videocast, right? <laughs> Videocast, yes. It'll be all fancy for Tanner. You know, that way he doesn't have to ask. In the mirror with the lights. Yeah, yeah. It's going to, you know, you're going to be looking at yourself all around. Thank you. It's going to be phenomenal. That, that hair sensual, of his. Very sensual setting. Tanner, I wanted to ask you real quick. Did you have, was there a point where you wanted to drink during the pandemic? 
Not really. You know, I mean, I've I've kind of uh, really said my piece with that. At least I feel like at today, you know, mm. as of now, you know, I mean, yeah, the, the, I would say there's times where like I don't really have the urge to get drunk, but like a nice glass of wine would be really good with this dinner. Well, Moments I, like that. You I'm know sure I mean? like in March, April, May of 2020, or just like all the craziness you were like, or when you found out you wouldn't be able to tour for a while, you were like, man, I could really go for a, a glass of wine. Yeah, or a beer I mean, right it, now. It, you know, there, it, boredom is not a good thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that, that was, but you know, me, me and my family, we went up to our um, lake house up in North Georgia and we were all just hanging out and out on the boat every day. I mean, honestly, you know, pandemic was a lot of fun for me in a lot of ways, you know, I was uh, just talking to someone about that the other day that, you know, um, Oh, an old buddy of mine. Yeah. We were like, yeah, I kind of, we kind of thrived during the pandemic. Yeah. Like you and family, me and Asia, we got, you know, engaged, we played a wedding, we got married, we right. got pregnant during it. So man, that sounds like y'all had a great time. Yeah, I mean, not to take away anybody that had a difficult time, but right. you know, I think, I think it, you know, put, put some things in for, into perspective for a lot of people as well, you know. Andrew, how'd you do? Oh, I crumbled. <laughs> crumbled. Andrew did crumble a little I'm, bit. I'm, I'm actually just now rebuilding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it crushed no, me. <laughs> no no positives on that one? No, there were some positives, of course, but, like, a lot of growth came out of it, and with a lot of growth came, like, a lot of, like, what the fuck? You know what yeah. I mean? So, like, there was goods and bads. I mean, we, we did have, as a band, we had a lot of momentum, like, right before the pandemic hit we had like four months of touring planned and you know new music we were working on and then it you know obviously it was just snap got boned you know? <laughs> got boned <laughs> yeah no and something about that and one andrew you're really pulling off the uh the what is that the bandana the bandana okay. around the yeah. neck yeah. of course andrew can pull that off of course he can <laughs> gosh the way the guy moves on hey, stage these are, these are things growths yeah, from the growth, pandemic exactly yeah i got a couple of tattoos during the pandemic dude nice yeah. i just started getting tattoos yeah i got the rock on sign right here on my bicep okay. hell yeah so and i want then, a leg yeah yeah oh god that hurt <laughs> that dad was bod. The, yeah the that dad, was dad bod. stretching right there oh god <laughs> Uh, I'm, I've been waking up like the past two weeks. My lower back's been killing me. I've had to do like ten minutes of stretching every morning. I'm like, what That's the awesome. fuck is going on with me? <laughs> start doing that. Start doing yoga. Asia and I, we've started getting into that because I was like, all right, I got to start stretching. I got to start. Andrew's gotten jacked from basically just doing. I know yoga. he looks. Yeah, both of y'all, you look shredded. <laughs> oh my god! Look at hold on. Let, look at his jawline. Oh my god! Just look at it. <laughs> God bless. Come on, give me that profile. Give me Jesus that profile. You guys are making me blush, okay? <laughs> Fucking talk about photons. <laughs> I, I was thinking back. <laughs> I was thinking back to, like, you know, when, like, this morning I woke up, my back hurt, so I, I got to stretch. And I was thinking about when we were all running around, like, Star Bar, Smith, all these places, oh, yeah. like, till 3 34 in the morning. Just, you know, we we would go to, like, Smith, see a band, and then shoot over to Star Bar for the late night, you know, to see who oh, yeah. was headlining there. And it was just, that was how it was back in, like, 2017, 2018. Like, the Atlanta rock scene back then, it was, it was I hate to use a, a lame term, happening, but it was, it was, it was crazy. It yeah. was crazy back then. For sure. Yeah, it was on fire. And I, I try to talk to bands that, you know, started in the last couple of years about that. I mean, like, I really want to get that back going, and... You know, I, I don't see that right now. You know, and I think that is because of the pandemic yeah, that happened. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think it'll come back. I think we just got to get back into the swing of it, you know. Everybody's kind of – it's it's not like 
we snapped our fingers and everything went back to normal kind of thing. I think it's going to kind of crawl back. You know what I mean? But, I mean, even in, like, 2019, it started to, I want to say separate, but bands weren't really hanging out as much as they were before or weren't, as I guess, as close. I don't know. I want to see that happen again because I've always said I'm going to write a book one day about 2017 and 2018 and I like mean, yeah. and like going to those shows and all of us all of us bands you know we all we had our little group that we had our little sure. clique of bands and our little Seattle yeah that that we would just all hang out and we'd meet up at shows it was crazy crazy and just now you know four or five years later um all of us more mature like you know obviously i didn't bring beer here this time and i'm like screw me and then i got you know tanner who's sober right and then i just wanted to Dude, go- i'm still in bars like every night on <laughs> yeah. tour i, I just no, don't know i, I still mean, party i just don't I, drink no know? no i didn't mean that i just mean i don't know i haven't i don't really drink before the podcast anymore yeah yeah, I'm like I, when I came back, I was like, all right, I got this new mature um, sense that I want to bring to the podcast, and still have fun, you know. Still go get beers afterwards, and I don't know. Now we're having this like legitimate conversation. Well, you're doing, you're doing <laughs> bigger and cooler things now, man. Yeah. You guys are doing bigger and cooler things. Well, you guys, that's how it goes, you know. It's I used cr- to get hammered before our show. <laughs> now I don't. <laughs> you don't get hammered anymore. Uh, well, I do afterwards. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Two thousand. He still falls over on stage like once a week. Yeah. <laughs> I just saw a recent video of the, you falling yeah. over. Was that Big right? Big bruise. Big bruise. <laughs> but that's just how you move around, baby. Yeah, that's I how don't you have any control. That's how you jive. Yeah. Uh, last time I saw you alive was y'all opening up for Pop Evil, and that yep. was just. Oh, yeah, that was super Good fun. God. That was Good awesome. God. You, you introed got, us. Yeah. yeah, I did. It was probably really shitty, but. Uh, no, it was great. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, no, man, you guys, where you've come in your live show, like from the days of the stir to like now, it's, I mean, you guys were always good, but now you're fucking great. Thank you, man. Thank you, man. And, and I mean, what are y'all not doing right now? You opened up for Collective Soul. You opened up for Pop Evil. You're playing all the festivals now. Yeah, we're trying, man. We're what trying. Uh, What's the next festival? No, no, we actually don't have any shows scheduled oh. at the moment. Um, we're, we're been in the studio with uh, Rob Caggiano, who know. he is the guitar player in Volbeat. Yeah, and he's produced a couple tracks for us, so we're getting ready to start releasing some of those. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait. A second. You guys are working with Volbeat? The, so, someone from Volbeat? Yeah, 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 Rob. I am a Volbeat super fan. Well. I love you. Wouldn't be after you met Rob. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Rob Dude, is the best. Yeah, so I'm just Rob, kidding. Those Rob guys, <laughs> those wait, what were you gonna say, Andrew? Oh, I just call him Rob Cat. Uh, yeah. I, uh, I, I don't know what to say. I love Bowlby Servant of the Mind. was such a great album. What those guys do, it took me a while to get into them because it's definitely an acquired taste. Yes, I feel like I, I listen to them like you know, they're Danish and his voice at first, you're like. I don't know. Do I like it? Do I not? And then the more I listened to it, I think it was um, Lola Montez. Yep. I listened to that song and I was like, fuck it. I love these guys. And now I can't mm. stop listening to them. No, I agree. I mean, honestly, I could be wrong, but I, I kind of feel like some people, we kind of have that same thing. Like Andrew's voice is very different. And the first time you hear it, you're like, whoa, that's different. You know, I don't know how I feel about it. But then you hear it again. You're like, it, it's so different that it's cool, you know? The one thing I will say about Light Machines and especially Andrew's voice, it encapsulates you yeah. when you when you see it live. Like, I mean, I don't even know how hard that is for you to do, 
Because like I, I tried it one day. Aisha was around, and I had a little wine, and uh, okay, I had a bottle, and we're sitting there. And I remember Aisha and I sitting on the couch. This was like during twenty twenty one, and I had saw something pop up from you guys, and I was like, Aisha, I'm, I'm gonna, I think I can do this. So I tried imitating your voice, and my wife will tell you to this day it was the most cringeworthy thing she had ever uh, experienced. No, guys, man, God. Well, no. like we said, he he falls over a lot on stage, so it's falls not over. easy. I crack glass with my voice. <laughs> you know, I mean, you're you're on the right, you're on the left, you're back to the right. Yeah, yeah. It's, I need to start incorporating Tanner's mic some because sometimes I can't make it back over to mine. <laughs> you just push him out, like get out of the way. <laughs> I know that is a funny thing. Like sometimes though, when you go from, you know, like on the Pop Evil tour, it was just all different size venues you know like we'd be playing a smith size venue one night and then we're playing the buckhead theater you just kind of get on autopilot when you're on tour but it's like you know the past three nights have been a small stage and now all of a sudden i'm over here at the buckhead theater on the far side of the stage i have to sprint to get back to my mic so i can sing this part that (laughs) you know i'm about to miss and you just don't you don't realize that or you you have like you know, three shows in a row where you got the big stage and then you got the small stage on the fourth night and then you follow yeah. the drum set. <laughs> is, is that difficult when you say you're going from different stages? Like you're on there and you you don't really pay attention where you are really for a lot on oh, stage. No. I'm sure you're just moving around. So when you, have, see. when you have more space to work with and then less, does that affect you every night of how you're moving, uh, your, your tempo of how fast you're moving around? I definitely have to take note. Of, like, where shit is. Yeah. Like, okay, there's the drum. Oh, I can't take two steps back. I got to take two to the side and then two steps. You know what I mean? It's like. I don't think people think about the technicality of that when you're watching a show. Like, all that's going on on stage. You're not just playing. You're not just singing. There's just. Sure. I mean, up there's cables everywhere up yeah. there. I mean, it's, you know, I mean, a bigger stage, obviously, you have more space. But then, like I said, you got to make sure you get back to your position, you know, in time and all that. So, or we could start using the Britney Spears little face. Or we could do that. Yeah, then I would love to see Andrew with yeah. the Britney Spears thing. <laughs> that would be uh, that would be legendary to see like a little boy Britney band bitch. <laughs> career ending legendary moment. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. So let's go over. It was Collective Soul, Pop Evil. Who's some other people that Avatar, Yo. Avatar, uh, uh, Nita Cro- Strauss. Yeah, Nita. We were just on tour with Nita Strauss, Crowbot. Um. Did I say Avatar? Yeah. Uh, Clutch, we've played with. Tyler Bryant in the Shakedown. Good God. Oh, uh, well, I just made this list the other day. Who else? I can never remember. Uh, we played with uh, another Atlanta band, Hero, the band. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's, that's probably the highlight. Yeah, of course, Fozzie. Of course, Fozzie. Yeah, Fozzie. I Fozzie. <laughs> um, yeah, those are probably the highlights. Oh, how was Avatar? Avatar, Avatar was, was cool. I yeah. love Avatar. Super love cool. Avatar. Love Crowbot. Nita Strauss, you know, she became the first female solo rock artist with a, a number one song on the active rock charts. Man. She was crushing it. That is so well-deserved. That's yeah. really cool to see something yeah. like that happen. God, that was some heavy hitters you guys have been with. Yeah, we're trying to do it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know how to talk to you guys anymore. You're so you're so big now. Oh, and I, yeah. You come okay. on this little podcast. <laughs> Because we've always been bros, and then yeah. y'all are coming in here, and like Andrew with his cool tattoos, and Tanner with his glowy ass skin, the photons, the photons. <laughs> On the real though, I mean, yes, we've we've had some uh, some cool successes and cool moments, but I mean, it's still a grind, dude. You know, I mean, oh, yeah. it's uh, the rock world is loyal, but like small these days. You know what I mean? 
You so, could fall off the top as soon as you get on the uh, top. For right? sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I mean, you know, that's any genre, but um, the it's a, the rock is a grind these days. You know, yeah. it really is. What's more fun, touring with the Avatars, the Pop Evils, or just gigging around Atlanta? Well, what was more pure? Yeah, man, pure yeah. gigging around Atlanta. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, now we're... We're entrenched in the business mm-hmm. a lot. The know? politics, yeah, the, the money, the yeah. sweet politics, the bullshit. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> and I mean, don't do it, kids. <laughs> Go it to is, school. It definitely is a lot of bullshit, you know. And and you know, it's the game you got to play. It's like any business or whatever. But I mean, yeah, pure wise, definitely just. Rocking Atlanta, man. When you could yeah. just go play any show, like you could book your own shows, just go there. Didn't sure. have to get through the red tape or yeah. ask any. Get you know. Yeah, and I mean, those have all these people involved. You, even the ones that you suck at, you know what I mean? Like you, there's something about that that learning experience and going back in the rehearsal room and and you know shedding it out and whatnot. I mean, we still do that, obviously, but you know, we it's just a little bit more like put together now. Yeah. You know what I mean? The journey. Which was is cool. It, I enjoy that. But was that a big shock when y'all like started like going out on the tours and expanding? Was it a little overwhelming? Um. Well, the first time <clears throat> we did like a bus tour, there was like fifty. No, there was like thirteen or fourteen people on there. I remember like third day, I was like, I was like super anxious. I was like, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I should. I don't know why. I'm, what am I doing? <laughs> like I. Yeah. So there's. You know, I can't remember what you asked now. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying was, were you like, were you nervous or was it a lot? Was it overwhelming when you started playing the bigger shows? Like you said, on the bus with more and more people and yeah, like, I mean, getting I think, that more attention. I think the expectations of ourselves went up for ourselves and just like, you know, the, you now you can't suck. Right. You know, like now you can't have that like. There's not a show there's not a show that's a rehearsal anymore. You know, there's not that twelve people at Star Bar kind of thing. You know, those shows any show's important, but like, you know, some shows like that, you can kinda go out there and wing some stuff and it's cool and it's fun and you try it out and whatever. And you can still do that a little bit, you know, we still do that stuff. Um, but you really just we we felt like we had to bring it and you know, we We've learned a lot from other bands. Uh, you know, Pop Evil really, uh, Lee from Pop Evil, the singer, he really, like, would take us aside and, like, mm. just give us little tips and, like, just just little things that, you know, you think aren't a big yeah. deal, but they are just things like if you if you start to feel awkward on stage doing some rock moves or something, just lean into it. Mm. Like, don't, like, you don't look weird. You know He basically I mean? was like, be cooler. Yeah. <laughs> Be cooler. Stuff like, you know, start with a jacket on and then take it off after two songs. Yeah. And, like, it, just little things that, like, keep the show flowing, you know, that yeah, make a big difference. So that's all that stuff your record label or your, like, managers, like, really drill into your head. But if it's coming from, you know, like, Pop Evil right. or these people that are actually playing on stage as well. That's pretty yeah. cool. And, I mean, you know, managers and, and, you know, people on the team, they make those suggestions too, but... We don't listen to them. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I mean, it's like, some you know, sometimes it's kind of like when your parents tell you to do something and you're like, fuck that, you know, whatever, mom and dad. But then, like, you know, someone the same age tells you the same thing 
and and now it makes sense. Now, like, now it Timmy clicks. told me I should brush my teeth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's kind of one of those things. And and you know, they just they might say it in a different way that clicks for you because they're on stage doing it. Jimmy yeah. told me my teeth are disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for you, Andrew, who um, that y'all have toured with, giving you the best advice for like the way you sing and have your presence on stage. Man, I think Lee, like we were just saying, I mean, he, like Tanner said, he would really like take us aside and be like, you know, try this, try that. And watching him, you know, I learned kind of how to entertain the crowd beyond just singing and, you know, head banging or whatever. And watching Chris Jericho too. I mean, he obviously is one of the best entertainers ever. So watching him every night, like just get the crowd, you know, get the energy levels up where they need to be just, you know, with ease every night, you know, was amazing. So learned a lot from both of those guys, you know, just the way they keep things entertaining. And I mean, Ed and collective soul is yeah. like, Oh yeah. you know, he's, he's like the OG. Yeah. I mean, he's, done so much for us so yeah y'all said Shout he has like this house of guitars he's yeah he's like my music dad yeah exactly yeah you said you take guitars from him um well are you borrow yeah i steal them <laughs> <laughs> and he never notices <laughs> <laughs> well i'm gonna ask you to play axles over here and give yeah. us a little something here sure. in a minute. all right cool um I, I can't even imagine man like one chris jericho I swear to God, what was it, that church show they played or in the old church? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Asia's first time seeing him. And I swear he came on came on stage and he's like, say Chris Jericho! Oh. <laughs> say Chris Jericho! Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, that, that seems a certain way, but that's just Chris Jericho. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's the thing about, you know, guys like that. They, It's like, no, I'm not going to do that on stage. That sounds like the cheesiest thing ever. And then they do it and they own it and it works. Right. And, and you like, get applause. You get people yeah. yelling. Yeah. If like, you okay. like look or feel uncomfortable doing something quote unquote cheesy, then it then it comes off that way. But if you like own it and are confident, then it's like, oh wow. Right. He just did something cool. Right. You just hit me in the fucking soul, Andrew, because I have had a hard time gaining some of my confidence back. Uh like, you know, doing the radio thing, doing the podcast. Like I was nervous to do the podcasts again. Like you we've had some great episodes y'all have been on before, and I'm like, gosh, I gotta recreate this, I gotta do this and that. And I don't know, man. I gotta get my confidence back. Maybe it's just from being at home two years, but Dude, I think yeah, I think the pandemic and being at home and not being around, you know, social environments. Literally as much. not being around people. Yeah, I think that has affected a like, lot of people's confidence. Like Asia's job, she's constantly talking to like she's an insurance and uh, underwriter in insurance, so she's constantly talking to her team. Uh, there would be like weeks would go by where we didn't like see each other face to face, like here at the station, or you know, I wasn't talking to people, and it, like kind of felt alone and i'm just like you know sitting in my my guest room in my studio doing a show talking to all these people that are living their life and i'm just like sitting in that room and it, it really uh i guess the first time saying it depressed me for a little bit oh, sent me into that. a little bit of a depression no, no. i was just like i was lost for a while you yeah know? i feel you dude well now you're home and now i'm home i know i got my boys <laughs> back i got my life machines back i don't know man yeah that was crazy and um that was crazy. What I've, I've listened to a lot of people's stories of what they went through, and it was, like I said, there were some of us that had great, you know, times during the pandemic, like, and all that. And there's just so many people, some stories I've heard that it just. I mean, I think I, I mean, 
for the most part, it was fine. But I mean, I had both. You know what I mean? It was like, it, I, I mean, it was a year and a half, two years long. You know what I mean? How could you not have ups and downs during it? This is what I, I meant to ask before. So, and I've talked to a lot of musicians about this, and I'm hearing it. Bands are writing different stuff. They're evolving their sound. Like, because I think bands, like, maybe this is what y'all are doing with the music you're about to release that you've been working on um, with the Volby guy. What was his name? Rob Casciano. Rob Casciano? Casiano, yeah. Casiano. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Rob Casiano. That's a fan. Italian. He's Italian. New York Italian. Sounds like a guy that will come chop your leg off yeah, if you owe yeah, him $5. He might. He might you know, Rob Casiano. Um, so, like, you know, not being able to tour for two years, not being able to be in the same room to write music really for a long time, did that cause y'all to be like, all right, what, what, so let's step outside the box here yeah. and let's see what something new we can write? Yeah, I mean, we honestly, we, ha- we had time to do that. You know, we had time to experiment and go outside of the box. And, I mean, we literally physically were not in the same room for much of the writing of our last EP. Yeah. Wow. He was somewhere, I was somewhere else, and our producer was in L.A., and we were just passing files back and forth. So, I mean, that in and of itself forced us to write differently Mm -hmm. instead of, like, jamming out in a room. Yeah, so, I mean, what was something, and that's something that not a lot of rock musicians get. It's time because, yep. you know, you're, you're in the normal way you were rushing to get a record out, rushing to tour, or that's what the formula was, yep. right? Put out, tour, right? Put out, tour. Sure. You know, you have time to, sure. like, sit back and, you know, chill and really expand on a song if you're writing. I've never written a song, so I don't know the process of it, but uh I've written a couple of poems, you know, one you that made uh the an academic journal one time, no big deal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh but yeah, so what what kind of new stuff are y'all coming out with? I think we on the last EP, you know, we started to incorporate a lot more um programmed kind of sounds you know keyboard stuff and you know i mean it's, it's still guitar based um but we we experimented with that stuff and i think you know the newer stuff is sort of almost in a way blending our first ep and our last ep together um it's like got the aggression and like heaviness of our and some of the rawness of our old ep here freedom ring but with like f- more fresh sounds and like more melodic uh big courses and stuff like that of our of our second ep supervillain you know and i think we're just continuing our journey of like finding our own sound kind of thing so many musical terms there that i didn't understand you know it's like blue and purple man and (laughs) i mean you guys have come out with two eps and y'all aren't even what i know you're 30 yeah I'm 28. 28. Good God. Guys, I'm not going to be able to get you in here much longer, I know. Of course you are. It's going to be, It's no, I want to do this at the house when I get a home studio. This, that's going to be, yeah, weird. that's when it's going to be fucking killer. And the wife's bringing us uh, dinner. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Like, hurry up, baby. Hurry up. I like that. Tanner, what are you, when, when are you and the wife going to? You know, make a baby. I don't know, man. Probably, you know, next you're gonna few make years. make a baby. Next few years. I mean, we definitely want to have kids for sure. Try yeah. to get this get this band thing off the ground, you know? Yeah, man. We, me and Asia were married for three months before we got pregnant. Damn. That's awesome. We wanted to wait a year, but, you know, we, we were actively 
it wasn't. We were actively not trying and trying. You were excited, you know? newlyweds. Yes, we were excited, newlyweds, <laughs> and um, we were like, we were going to go to Mexico for our one year anniversary, which is the thirtieth of this month, Woo, our one year wedding anniversary. Our son might be born on our anniversary, which would, wow, that would that'd be cool. be cool. Everyone says that that would be awful. That's our day. <laughs> That's our day. <laughs> but we do say that if he's born on that, we'll like pick any day of the year and go like travel or yeah. whatever. Conception, day of conception, day of conception. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Instead of the birthday, you just go with the day of conception. Oh, the day of conception, yes. <laughs> I love no. that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I was going to tell you all the name, but I, the mics are on, so I'll Whoa. tell you. I'll tell you all at some almost point. Almost got in trouble. Yeah, I almost got. She would no. kill me, man. No, it's uh, it's been difficult. I mean, it's been great. Obviously, I can't wait to be a dad. Um, and the fact that it's a boy for the first one—that's super cool. But. Man, I'll tell you, pregnancy, when it's your wife, it goes by fast, bro. Really? Like, every woman that I've ever known that's been pregnant, it feels like they're pregnant forever. Right. right. Well, you still haven't had that baby when it's your own? I swear to God, man. It, I feel like it was just like we were one month in or a month and a half in, and we were like, oh, we got like eight months, eight and a half months. I mean, this is going to be easy. I feel like y'all have been pregnant forever. So Seriously? I, I can relate to that. Oh, dude, it feels <laughs> like it's gone by in like, a week. <laughs> Crazy, absolutely crazy. Why did I bring up my kid? Oh, because you're excited, dude. No, no, no. no. The, the birthing class. We had a three and a half hour oh, birthing shit. class last night. God. Three and a half hour birthing class, and the amount of times they say vagina and penis, just <laughs> make you like. She had to like bump me in the side because I'm just sitting there laughing when the the nurse at Northside Hospital was saying vagina and penis, <laughs> and she's like, just take this seriously. <laughs> <laughs> like how can I take this? And she's seriously? talking like I would about still sm- pass out. Yeah. I would 